welcome 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 one and all how are you all doing today i hope you are all doing well there i am look just checking me on the screen looking good there anyway welcome welcome yes welcome all welcome everybody in the chat there jerome in greece uh, still in greece you say holtz rock uh, all good to see you welcome welcome please make yourself known put yourself in chat say hi to everybody in chat uh you know we're here for a friendly talk a look at what has been a busy busy week so welcome 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 to another yes another one uh stadium monday night chat with me your host clive linden as we take a 747 to stadia city can i check your ticket sir oh first class on the right Yes, it is the number one Stadia Monday Night Chat podcast in the world. Fact. I hope you are all well. I hope you've all had a good, good week. And it has been a busy week. Yeah, it has for Stadia. It's been quite a busy week, although you wouldn't think it. Um, when I was preparing the show today, I was thinking, there's, there's a lot that's happening, you know, that have been happening for this week. So there's a lot to get on with, a lot to discuss um so i know you know some people on twitter and stuff in the stadium community nothing's happening nothing's happening but trust me you collate the show for this week there's plenty to talk about don't worry about that um anyway so as i was saying uh let me know in the chat what you've been playing hello all hello jerry welcome welcome jonathan hello uh it's going well thank you my friend uh xb good to see you sup yeah what's up bro what's up it's all good it's all good uh in the house anyway so let me know what you've been playing this week avail yourself of the super chats uh if only to test if my little live on screen alert works um as far as i'm concerned what have i been doing i've been playing uh i've done quite a few first looks i've done a little nightmares first look uh get packed first look power rangers uh first look all of these first looks i did as well uh, I did a timed exclusive for my channel members. So if you're not a member, what you know, if you're not a member yet, what? What are you doing? Hit that join button. I do an exclusive weekly vlog. Uh, I do timed exclusives. There's members badges. I've seen some emotes already. Rock's been rocking out some of those emotes in the chat as, as well, as well as some absolutely exclusive members only videos, which I do not put out public. The vlog is one of those things. Uh, but yeah, some exclusive members-only videos. Uh, get your mind out of the gutter. Get out. None of that. None of that. Unless, of course, you play, pay top dollar. Uh, anyway, if you're interested, check it out. Hit that big join button down there, I think it is. Um, one of those. And also remember that uh, the free channel membership offer that YouTube's been offering to people, you might actually have a free channel membership. Uh, that you can use on anybody's channel. Make me, me sir, me sir, make it me, make it me. Uh, so if you're a YouTube premium user, you have until the 1st of July, 2020 to redeem a free membership. So why not waste it on me? Um, anyway, once again, a special shout out to the uh, cool and the gang, as it were, the leaders, the Heathers, if you like, uh, Club Stadia, Brian, Rock, Ray, the gaming cyborg, Sherrod, and Dave Widnall. Uh, thank you so much for being members, continuing to be members. I really appreciate it. It means a lot to me. And uh, anyway, those uh, 
that's enough of the first class people. <laughs> uh, should you be going live uh, on the, on this journey in economy class? Um, check out over on uh, Lord Kensal Stadia. A lot of those timed exclusives are now uh, starting to be available on the Lord Kensal of Stadia channel, which is my streaming channel, if you don't know. And of course, I've been playing lots of PUBG on there. You can always check that out. I also jumped into the new Destiny 2, did that first task of the new task that's there. Um, seasons of the, I forget what it's called now. Brain's gone dead. Anyway, the trouble is I've done that and I'm not sure what to do next. In typical Destiny 2, not very helpful in guiding you through uh, style. Anyway, Holtz. Oh, welcome Holtz. Thank you very much. Good work, my friend. Good work. Um, I'm loving these emotes there. Um, Rock, very good. Windbound is day one for me, says uh, X Shadow X. Very good. Yeah, it does. It does look very good. Tickets, please, in my Indiana Jones voice. Very good, Zero. Uh, hey, Dave, thank you for the super chat. Really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Uh, and thank you, Rock. I do, I do. I owe some more content, actually, is due. Uh, and there'll be some of that this week. But we're not here just to talk about my channel. As I said, there has been a lot of news this week. And it's even been coming today, uh, thick and fast. So uh, without further ado, why don't we crack on with some of the, the news that actually came out um, only today. So uh, why don't we check that out? Bear with me as I hit the news button, ladies and gentlemen. And hopefully you'll be seeing this all right. Hey, yes, my super chat thing does work. I could see the... Uh... <laughs> hey! Yes, my alerts are working. Excellent work. Anyway, so uh, this is just confirmation here from the Stadia official blog. This went live. Um, well, they retweeted it, actually. So um, just to confirm here, Windbound uh, is going to be available on the 28th, August the 28th. Um, and this has a very uh, Wind Waker vibe to it, which I absolutely love. Zelda Wind Waker. I bought the Platinum Edition GameCube that came bundled with Wind uh, Wind Waker. Wind Waker. Sounds like I've got a lisp. Wind Waker. No, it's Wind Waker. Um, and it looks really, it looks really cool. I'm quite excited about this, um, to be honest. Here's the official trailer. But I love that sort of almost, it's not quite a cell shading as Wind Waker was, which was quite controversial at the time that they'd gone for that uh, cell shade. You know, it is quite cell shaded, really, actually, in its style. But it looks really exciting. Who's um, who's excited about this? Um, but this kind of it looked like you're you know you're sailing island to island, very much in the way that you do in Zelda Wind Waker, um, which I think is really really cool. So uh, as you say, you task as a lone heroine on an odyssey across the shores of sprawling islands and seas to find her way home. Um, and that is from Five Live Studios, from Deep Silver, who we know, what with uh, Metro, Exodus and other things, are strong um, supporters of Stadia. So it's good to see them bringing um, some new games. But it looks really cool. I really like this. I've looked at this thing. Uh, game. Kevin Webb says I can't wait for this game to so I think it looks, but there's some cool monsters in it as well. Um, there's a lot of crafting, 
just got a really nice look and feel. It's something you probably lose your, just lose some time in and uh, a real nice style. And I love games with imaginative, creative style. That's really cool. Of course, the other thing as well to confirm from Modus Games, Modus Games, of course, uh, bringing us Rock of Ages. Yep, Rock of Ages. So uh, we know again they're supporting Stadia. So there's a good chance that other uh, Modus Games might be appearing on Stadia as well. Uh, again, let's look at the little uh, cinematic here. So we peer into the past, act in the present, and watch as your choices dynamically change the future. All on one screen as you play. Beautifully hand-drawn 2D animation. So it's the game really imaginative uh, design style going on here. Uh, you'll experience a unique combination of branching stories, innovative combat, classic RPG progression on Chris Tales. Uh, not Chris Cross. Jump, jump. Not Chris Cross. Chris Tales. That's a shout from the past. Who remembers Chris Cross? Jump, jump. Um, that's all I can remember of it. Anyway, it's not that. It's Chris Tales. Exciting and unforgettable exploration of how our actions echo through time. Stadia! Yeah, so this is a, it describes itself as a love letter to the classic JRPGs inspired by timeless JRPGs. Meet and recruit castmates, teammates. Oh, that's good. I like those sort of things. So again, just confirmation. This was uh, retweeted again uh, today by Stadia. So I thought I'd just jump on that. Um, but there's, of course, the main news. Uh, they did a big blog post. So let's jump to that. Yep. Let's go to it. So there's, as I say, there's been a lot happening this week. Uh, it does look cool. Hello, Dazzadini. How are you? Uh, yeah, Rock, Windbound, another one, of course. So just to quickly uh, summarize in this week's uh, Stadia Community blog, which I'm going to be using as a reference because, uh, you know, there's a lot in here to, to go through. Uh, really, so just a reminder of the games that you get if you're a pro subscriber this month. Super hot, get packed, little nightmares, Power Rangers. I've got to, I'm still got my first look of Super Hot to do, uh, which this is a game I've been wanting to play for ages, but I've not, I don't want to play it until I do a first look, and uh, so that's why I've not started it. So I'll do a first look, which will be exclusive for my members first, and then. Are released generally and the same with Panzer Dragoon I haven't done a first look on that so that will be I'll be doing those this week so uh, members look out for that this week and non-members look out for that on the Lord Kenzel of Stadia channel maybe next week towards the end of this week um, so uh, the main thing as well more get uh, you can play on more mobile devices so the OnePlus models now are fully compatible with Stadia great they said they'd be rolling out on more and more um, mobile phones, on Android phones. So that's really good. The OnePlus 5, 5T, the OnePlus 6 and 6T, the OnePlus 7, OnePlus 7 Pro. So 7 Pro 5G, 7T, 7T Pro, 7T Pro G, 5G. Oh, my God. A lot of them. Uh, and they're joining the OnePlus 8 and the OnePlus 8 Pro. But the exciting thing, and I think this is quite cool for a number of reasons, and I will go through it. Hello, Silly Celius. How are you, my friend? Good to see you. Uh, I'll go through why I think this is exciting on a number of levels. But now you can test out Stadia on non-official Stadia sort of 
approved phones uh, in the exper experimental section uh, in Stadia. You know, you can try out on this phone and there's this sort of experimental section now on the Stadia app. Now, not only is that exciting because you can try it out on lots of phones, and I'll come to that bit in a minute, but what's exciting about here is the experiments tab, which suggests that they'll be doing um, more experiments, not just on testing out a um, Android phones that aren't officially sort of certified as Stadia phones. Um, and of course, what they're doing is collecting data of people who are using those non-official Stadia phones, as it were, so that those phones potentially could then become certified and they can iron out any bugs and stuff. So I gave my son a hand-me-down. He's got my old, old Samsung Galaxy 7 Edge. Samsung Galaxy 7 Edge, yeah. Um, and I downloaded it on the Stadia app onto that. I went to the Experiments tab, navigated to the Experiments tab, and yeah, it worked. It worked really, really well on the old Samsung Galaxy Edge 7. Plus, now this is really cool, mobile touch controls um, arrived. Now, I don't really play games on my mobile phone, to be honest, because I, I have a, a Pixel 3, and I have the I don't have the Pixel 3 XL. I have the Pixel normal Pixel 3, and it's quite small to play games. But on the Galaxy Edge, the Galaxy 7 Edge, where I tried this, it worked surprisingly well. And uh, what it made me realise, and I don't know if anybody who's tried this, let me know in the chat if you've tried this, of course. Um, what this made me realise is that there are some games maybe you don't want to play on your mobile phone if it's too small, okay? Maybe you don't want to play Doom Eternal. Maybe you don't want to play Destiny. Unless you want to grind a bit and just get your power up. Um, but I was playing Get Packed. And it looked like a really high-definition mobile phone game when you're playing it on your mobile phone. So those games that have sort of simple control mechanism that aren't maybe need that kind of instant response um, kind of style, this is absolutely really amazing. And I think the variety of games that Stadia has means that there are loads of games in which actually whipping out your mobile phone using the built-in mobile touch controls system, which works really well. Random Noob, as ever, I think, did an experiment and a test on um, using Doom Eternal just to sort of test the responsiveness. But it works really well. It's really smart, I think, how, how it works. And I was pleasantly surprised at how good it actually was. And it made me realize that actually this is massive. This is really massive, even though I'm not a sort of the sort of guy who plays Stadia games on my mobile phone. I can see how this will appeal. There's no logging around like your. I mean, it's cool, you know, if you've got a case from uh, Eddie Player One and you carry around your little case, you know, that's with, with your controller in it, that's great. But sometimes you've just got your mobile phone on you, your, your Android, and you're waiting around somewhere and you think, why not? Whip it out, don't need the controller, got great control system here. And there's loads of games that are going to be uh, really cool to play on this. Gunsport that's coming up, I can imagine, will be quite fun. Sort of loads of sort of fun, exciting games um, that are more suitable for a mobile phone sort of arena, as it were. 
So I'm really excited. Let me know if you're excited about it. And who's um, anybody tried on the tablet? I haven't tried. I've got a really old um, Samsung tablet here. Exactly low on battery that my son, again, my son uses. This is quite an old. I've not tried it out on this yet. I don't know if it will work. The processor in this might not be able to manage it. Um, but again, options, options, options. And that's really, really cool, I think. And again, another list of, well, it's not on enough phones. Hold, hold my beer, tick, get out of here. Another one off the list of the moaners. Yeah, it's not on iOS and we know that and we we know, you know, there's a bigger issue there to resolve and that, and, and I'm sure Google and Apple are having good, long, deep conversations about it and will work it out um, eventually. And it's unfortunate that that's, you know, those things, uh, you know, that transition is not straightforward, uh, but it's not, it's true of other platforms as well uh, that aren't on iOS yet as well. So there you go. Sundrid and Jotun would be good on screen. I think side scrolling platformers, I think are really, are really cool on the mobile phone. So anyway, that's really cool. The other thing as well is now choose your resolution with this new Stadia feature, which is really handy that you can just swap while you're, you know, I play on a 1080p screen here when I'm sitting here. So my uh, gaming PC, my big PC here is connected to my 1080p gaming monitor. So I play in 1080p on my gaming monitor, but on my TV, over there when I do play it at the TV uh, that's in 4k so the ability to just swap to 4k on the device you're playing for is really is really cool as it turns out I will be playing on a 4k monitor here shortly fingers crossed very soon um, but I just think that's a really cool functionality should have been there if people have mentioned a while ago but that's cool uh, it's good that it's there now and to the dozies on uh, Facebook, Stadia people who are uh, on Facebook, catch up, dears. Catch up, eh? Oh, my Lord. Get with it. Her moaning. Oh, why is everything in 1080p? Why is everything default at 1080p? Catch up with the news, my dears. It never used to default to 1080p. It used to default to whatever your broadband sort of was set at and could take. Then Google defaulted it to 1080p for obvious reasons because COVID and releasing the burden off the networks generally. And if you want to up it to 4K, you just go into the settings and you up it up to 4K. Are you all right now, Facebook boys and girls? Okay. Catch up with the news, dears. Facebook. Sorry, I don't know how to help with that. Here are other things you can Every week. Every week. Yeah? Sure. Sorry, I don't know how to help with that. Yes. Yeah. other things you can try. I know there are other things I can try. Now shut it, Google. Shut. Stop it. Every week you butt in, listening. Sorry about that. Anyway, so the fact that you can control the device that you're playing on, I think is really, really cool. Um, David Handy saying the options to play anywhere that drew me to Stadia. Exactly. I think it's, you know, I think it's really cool. And as more and more uh, places improve their Wi-Fi or uh, have, you know, 5G games that maybe the latency doesn't have to be absolutely bang on um, like we know it is, um, then I think that's really, really cool. So that's all the sort of the main stuff from the blog. But as they say in good QV style, uh, QVC style 
But there's more. Oh, yes, ladies and gentlemen. You thought uh, that was it uh, in terms of uh, the news this week. Oh, no, there's lots more. There's lots more news. So without further ado, let's crack on and uh, check that lot out. Okay. So a little quick one again. Most of this uh, you can get from Stadia Source as well. That's where I get it from. Stadia Source, your number one source for all Stadia news. Of course, uh, I'm obligated to say that, I believe. No, not really. Um, anyway, so um, they highlight here, and I take this with a pinch of salt, uh, ladies and gentlemen, a big pinch of salt. Uh, Stadia app reaches 1 million downloads. Um, so on the old Stadia, Stadia app, on the, now this is on the Google Play, of course, um, they've reached a million downloads on there. Don't know if it means that much, to be honest. Um, I don't think it's that significant. Uh, it sounds a big, um, a big number, and I guess you can plot the downloads over time. And that's that's what's relative. It's, I mean, because you know, as I say, I've downloaded it potentially onto three devices already, or will do. So, you know, I'll, my my son's mobile phone, my mobile phone, and I'm testing out on the tablet. So that's three devices in the house. And then we know people just download things and never use it and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, but what is significant, I guess, is that as Stadia Source comment here, it took four months to reach 500,000 plus downloads. And now it's doubled in another three months. So whilst the number, I don't think is significant, I think the growth might be. Um, and I think when that growth clearly really kicked in with the um, launch of the sort of Stadia Pro for two months Stadia option. Um, so I think that's quite, a, kind of quite interesting from that point of view. Uh, but I just thought I would bring it up here. Of course, the big news, the big news. Now, who's looking forward to this tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen? Yes. E. SO, ladies and gentlemen, Elder Scrolls Online is coming. The cinematics on this do look awesome. It does remind me of, um, oh, World of War, yeah, World of Warcraft. When I when I used to go to E3 a million years ago, um, yeah, about 20 years ago, 19, 20 years ago, the big cinematic for World of Warcraft was the thing that everyone gathered around on a massive screen so amazing back then um, that's what this reminds me of so who is looking forward to tomorrow ESO Elder Scrolls it's not my kind of game but hey they're delivering it free to me on Stadia so why would I not try it and maybe maybe it will become my game that's the key thing who's looking forward to this anyway David Widnall no more PUBG for me from tomorrow thank God <laughs> yeah he's fed up of getting shot in the head David Dave, yeah? That's what it is. So who is looking forward to this? I mean, it does. It does look really cool. And I know some people are really, really into it. Um, and as long as it's not too complicated. Kevin Webb says, I'll literally be playing ESO wherever I can. Again, I think Bill from Stadia Cast. Connor there. Shave head. Uh, Bill from Stadia Cast, he mentioned that uh, potentially 
um, it, the sort of the grinding day-to-day mediocre jobs that you need to do in ESO to sort of level up things could be something that you might want to pass the time on doing on the on the mobile phone when you're not doing the main part of the game. Uh, so that is that is an option if you sort of got time to kill them. Anyway, super, super excited. I'd like to see a feature where I can ask Google Assistant to watch if I play and then tell them some random ideas. That's good, a randomizer. Or maybe something based on your, what you've played before, and that kind of algorithm way. Jerry Lennon says, uh, Hello Jerry, how are you my friend? I have over a thousand hours on ESO, on PC, and of course, you're going to keep his cross, his cross save, cross play with PC. So you keep all your, you keep the progress of that thousand hours there, Jerry, which is a beautiful thing. Exactly, zero game for me. I think I'm with you. There's not my kind of game, but maybe, maybe I don't know it is, or it's my kind of game. Maybe I will try it out, and we shall see. But yeah. Awesome, awesome, uh, awesome cinematics there. It looks really cool. Really, really looking forward to it. But there is more. So, of course, this week, um, can't go without saying, of course, there was a bit of a whoopsie. Uh, a bit of a whoopsie there, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on the Stadia store this week, of course. Gods and Monsters, or a demo version of it from over a year ago. Which is a bit, which is a bit odd, but uh, I think I'll I have some thoughts around why that may be. Got fly coming, get away, fly. Um, so yes, Gods and Monsters were temporarily was released uh, to buy for the uh, wonderful price of naught pounds, naught dollars, whatever you like, on the store. And um, I think Eddie Player One captured some gameplay of it, and it clearly was sort of pre-alpha. Sort of, you could see the the sort of, I don't know what they call it, if, but in the development terms, you have a, like a little, uh, sort of like a cross of where your character is looking at, which in the actual game is not there, but like a sort of a sort of a place thing for targeting, so then get the lighting right and the direction of the character looking right. That was even in it and stuff, um, and it was called Orpheus in the in the version they released. Um, why did they release it? By mistake, obviously it was a big mistake. Google Stadia owned up to the mistake. I think what they were doing, I think personally, because it was an old demo, I think they just have it there as sort of, when you're sort of testing something out uh, on the store or something and you just want, um, you know, something useful to just try out. I think that's what, you know, it was there for. And I think they were testing, I think what they were doing is potentially testing something out in the store whether it was demos whether it was a, a buy a buy and try button or something along those lines um and when you used to do websites i think everybody does website designs but you used to sort of you have like a mirror site that you test it on before you then hit go live uh, and i think obviously somebody was testing it out on the mirror site but unfortunately something went wrong a button was pressed somewhere oopsie um and uh, instead of the mirror site, it went to the actual site. But these things happen. Unfortunate. I don't think, you know, it's a big um, a big thing. There was a lot of fuss made out at the time of it. But they were, they were quick to shut it down. 
people have moaned that maybe they're a bit hardcore putting out sort of legal notices on the people that have uploaded YouTube clips and stuff like that. But I think that's like a trigger mechanism that just happens. You know, they kind of panic a bit and then and then they calm down. They want to shut it down as quick as quick as they can. Stadia apologised. Ubisoft said, oh, wait a minute, this and just be clear. The game has moved on big time. It looked really nice, but the game has moved on big time. We've changed loads of features in it. Of course they have. It's 12 months down. It's been, it would have been really, really polished. So um, that's really cool. Um, but I personally, I think it's, it's a nothingness. Yeah, absolute storm in a little teacup. Quickly resolved. Quickly shut down. Google apologized. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. Move on. Move along, ladies and gentlemen. Nothing to see here. Nothing to see here. So we talked about Chris Tales. Um, oh yeah, Baldur's Gate. Um, oh, I didn't. Let me just uh, quickly. I should really. I'm not going to get it up now. Um, let me have a quick look. Let's let's go. Bold, maybe I will. So Baldur's Gate. Is coming. Early release. Um, I will, in fact. Consider your predicament. One skull. Yeah, so Baldur's Gate early release is coming August no the 20th. Uh, for PC. I could fix it all. And Stadia. Like that. Let me just repeat that, ladies and gentlemen. Try to cure yourself. Shop around. Baldur's Gate 3. Bang. Borrow and it's coming for like a sort of a, a pre-release beta were, test and the studio said they're going to really be upping all the graphics and everything now this is subject to them getting all the motion capture sorted living covid and stuff i work in television with the same issue about when can the studios go live and stuff like that how do you manage studios but anyway subject to Developer finishing off the motion capture. There's a pre launch trial What was that? Was it? Games don't come to Stadia first. What was that? Sorry? What? No, why, why, why do games always come on the consoles first? Yeah? This is the kind of news. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the kind of news. This is like a good news story. These are the sort of stories you don't hear on the, all the regular channels. And you know who I'm talking about and in a different media. This is to me, this is massive. There, I'm again, I'm not, a, you know, I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons guy, but I know that the appetite for Boulders 3 in the sort of gaming community is massive. And there's a lot of excitement around for it. So the fact that it's coming for a, a pre-trial, as it were, in August, I think it's August the 20th, I put it here, yeah, early access, free, uh, free early access for PC and Stadia only on August the 20th, 20, there is a publisher and a developer taking Stadia seriously, ladies and gentlemen. So I'll just sit back and I'll just wait for all the YouTube videos, yep, from Yong Yi, yeah. In your own time, an article from by Paul Tassie on Forbes. Yeah. 
in your own time, whenever. Good news story for Stadia. Bring it. Yeah, whenever, whenever you're ready. I'll wait. It ain't gonna happen, is it? And all the naysayers and the grumpy Stadia fans out there, cheer up. This is an example. Yeah, this is an example of Stadia being taken seriously as a platform. If you need one, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Have it. It's a freebie. Take that to the bank. Okay. I think this is a big thing. As I say, I, I'm personally not a Baldur's Gate 3 guy, but again, I'm going to be trying it out. It's on Stadia. But I know, as I say, there is a massive appetite um, in the gaming world for Baldur's Gate 3. And the fact that PC and Stadia are the ones that are going to be strutting their stuff on this, testing it out, because it's you know it's going to look magnificent. It's going to look amazing. And those sort of guys that sort of play it on, you know, guys and girls are going to play it on PC. You know they've got like a cranked up PC, gaming PC, so it's going to look amazing on that. And then you've got Stadia. Don't need a cranked up PC, but you know it's going to look amazing on that. So there we go. Trev, how are you doing, my friend? Uh, Gary Lennon says, it'll be hard to use to know mods. It'll take a beast to run on PC properly. Yeah, I think, I mean, I'm not an expert, but I imagine from the visuals and stuff that's going on and the decision-making stuff that within the game, it's it's going to need a beast. But the kind of PC players who play it probably have a beast of a gaming PC. Yeah, I'm not, I mean, again, I think mods, I, I mean, again, I'm not, that's not my world because I, I as if you watch this channel, you know, I'm a console player, yeah? Um, I can't be doing with fiddling with stuff in the back when PCs and stuff, but I get PC players love all that mods and stuff. But uh, I think, you know, I, bear in mind that Stage is a virtual console, so I don't think we'd expect to see mods on, on Stadia. I used to play with a 1080 Ti and struggled to get 30 frames per second in places. Well, exactly. Welcome to Stadia there. Jerry, welcome to Stadia. That's the beauty of it. So anyway, I think personally, again, I think that is massive uh, news that needs to be just emphasized. Okay, this is, I know it's not like, um, it's not like a sort of bragging rights and, and we shouldn't really get into that. Um, you know, the goal oh, is not on your console, it's, you know, but it's on our console. But all I'm really sort of emphasizing is that this is a good news story. Yeah along with some of these other things I've mentioned today. Good news story. So we should be out there, positive about it, pushing it out there. Um, you know, not in a braggart way, but but just accepting that, you know, there's some really cool things happening on Stadia. And here's another one, you know, from a gaming point of view, here is a, a cool and exciting thing that's happening. Okay, so that's all the sort of main uh, news, and stuff that we we know so fact-based news you know i'm a fact-based guy i love my facts yeah take that to the bank but there are some other games that are rumored um so uh let us take a, a look at these so one of these is um just checking the shot hey stadia chase how are you my friend Yorkshire Boulders Brass. Aye. Thank you, Rock. Um, so, 
rumors now we're over to the rumor section it's the rumors show it's the rumors show i need i need to come up with a little sting there for that anyway the rumors of games coming and uh first up we have let's go for here let's go gamers Would will you it, consider uh, ignore the ad don't get excited games. That's pretty oh, on that ad there was some youtubers People were talking about YouTubers. Anyway, this is an ad. Long ad. Right, here. System Shock. Redux. So this, as I can see, I think this was uh, a crowdfunded development to take System Shock, which is an old game, and basically um, update it. It looks really cool. Now, somebody mentioned to me that it reminded them of Oh, Rock, help me out here. This is the game that you featured in on Generation X Retro Gaming Club that was for the Mac that you lost that generation of games from the past. We did. Remember Generation X Retro Gaming Club tomorrow night, 9pm, Rock and I, over on the Generation X Retro Gaming Club. But you, you in your, in our competition, in that, in that show, we have a competition where each of us pick a game from the past and then we asked chat to vote on one. And Rock had one that was only on the Mac. What was it called? Rock, can you remember? Anyway, uh, I think he mentioned that uh, it... Re or I read someone somewhere that it reminded them of that game. And I can't think what it is. Nice cup of tea, Rock. What was that game that you had? Um, anyway, no logos there. But I think... Uh, I don't know where, I can't think where this rumour came from. I think somebody saw it on a Brazilian site for uh, certification. I think that's where that rumour came from. Um, but I've lost the trail of where it came from. And I went to the Brazilian site and I couldn't see it. But somebody had uh, Marathon. Thank you, that was it. Yeah, does it look like Marathon in a kind of modern, updated way? John Justice said they want mods eventually. I think in time they'll add certain mods. I think you may be, yeah, but they'd have to be, you know, ones that aren't going to break the game or whatever, because it gets really difficult then and messy, I think. But yeah, so I think somebody saw or posted um, and that's why it's in the rumor section. It's a rumor, folks. It's a rumor, folks. Um, uh, screenshot from Brazilian uh, certif certification site that certifies, you know, this is a this is R rated for whatever um, of this game. And I think that's where that. Yeah, that's it. And IGN listed it, although the uh, games, what's the name, said it came off. What can I find where? Here it is. Oh no, that was a different game. Oh, here we are. No, I think I found it. I think I found the, what I was looking for, actually. Let's go to the news. Here. Yes, it's on the Games Radar. Games Radar site. New System Shock reboot trailer. And... Uh, it specifically says here where's it say oh I just read it here 
Oh yeah, the System Shock remake is being crafted in Unreal Engine 4 and is expected to release on PC, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. It was also expected on Google Stadia, but there's no Stadia logo included at the end of this teaser, so plans may have changed. So, that I think is partly that, and I think somebody saw a certification in... Um, in their summary, yeah, the Stadia logo was removed. So, so gamer radar are questioning why the Stadia logo is not there. Now, I've talked about this before, um, about it's up to the developer when when they um, when they announce or when they release the release date, as it were. Okay, so that's one thing. But once they've made that announcement or at least acknowledged to the platform holder, okay, we are in a position to release this or you can release this on this date. I, we are in a position to deliver it to you. And then the uh, console platform holder will go, okay, well, it takes a week to do the uh, localization and the packaging or whatever. So we'll release it on this date. And then they all agree. But obviously the, the console owner of the public can't do that until the developers actually confirmed the, the delivery date and then the publisher is happy to release that um, publication date however once they are happy to release that publication date the console holder could say well wait a minute will you do us a favor and don't announce it on our platform yet because obviously they're in control of the platform they're not in control of when the game while they're waiting for the game to be announced or, or delivered, as it were, but they are in control of announcements. Once once they know for sure it's coming to the platform, they might have say, you know, they're in control of the announcements of when it will be released from that point on, that point on on their platform. So Google may be just say saving it up, or there may be you know just a delay in in the finishing the port. I don't know. But it's interesting because the game uh, System Shop was developed from a crowdfunding. So, um, you know, it wasn't from a normal, um, you know, a publisher putting the money up kind of style. It was from crowdfunding. So um, anyway, so it was rumored to be on Stadia officially and uh, it could well be. So that looks interesting. It does look an interesting game. And the update, if you check out the YouTube video, the update does look quite good, quite interesting. Another rumor as well is this now maybe this is the one i actually saw a certification on on a brazilian site again it wasn't me that was looking at brazilian sites saints row remastered again there's no indication here that it will be coming to stadia it is from Deep Silver, and we know that they do have a good relationship with um, with Stadia, so that may be part of it. Can okay, PlayStation Four and PC back in May the May the twenty second? But I say I think maybe this is the one there where there was a certification that somebody spotted on some Brazilian uh, certification site for Stadia with Stadia listed. 
but the Saints Row remastered is rumoured there. So again, it's in the rumour section. We don't know for sure. It's Deep Silver. We know that they're good with um, stadium stuff. With the Metro Exodus stuff all being ported across. This could well be another one. Uh, well, particularly that developer anyway. Um, but it's all been remastered. Um, so it looks quite interesting. I'm not sure about the ragdoll mechanic there. But... Could be another interesting one. I say at this stage, all rumour, ladies and gentlemen. All rumour. Full package remastered. Enhanced lighting, enhanced being effect. Wow. Anyway, I think it'll be, again, this sort of game look really cool. You know, it's going to have loads of DLC. Um, loads of mayhem. You can see the transition between the old version and the remastered version. So I think this, this could be really cool if it does um, if it does come to Stadia. But as I say, it's rumour. It's rumour at the moment. That's all I'm saying. Rumour at the moment. Right, what else is in the rumours? So, another big rumour, and again, this is from Stadia Source, spotted this, so I have no claim to this. <coughs> and we've seen something similar to this as well with another publisher and developer. But this is really exciting news, I think, as well. Told you there's a lot of news this week, but this is really cool. Yeah, it looks like a crazy game. I remember the Saints Row game. I mean, I mean, you know, there's a sort of element of uh, GTA wannabe, but um, it, it at the time I remember. But it, you know, it'll be interesting to see, and the fact that it's all um, enhanced. Saints Row Three Day One purchase of the original on Steam, and it's a brilliant game. Yeah. So let's hope. Let's hope that it arrives. Um, anyway, the key thing here. So this is a job. Spec. No, I'm not looking for a new job. For Capcom USA. Yeah. So they are looking for a digital marketing manager. Capcom USA Inc. And let's have a look at your job description. Anybody, anybody looking for a job as a digital marketing manager at Capcom? Anyway. So look down here. Responsibilities. I love these. You'll work closely with our digital sales team in creating digital ad campaigns for PlayStation, Xbox, Steam promotions, as well as upcoming platforms such as Stadia. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, Stadia. So they're hiring somebody here to work on the digital marketing for platforms which include Stadia. So that's Capcom. I think that's really exciting. Why don't we go and check out what games do you think we'll see, chat? Put in games what you think we might see if Capcom starts releasing games on Stadia. If we go to the... Let me just take that down. Um, take that down. Let's just go. If I go to um, 
Capcom USA and we could check out the games there we are I've just highlighted them there Ace Attorney these are the choices ladies and gentlemen Dead Rising Devil May Cry Dragon's Dogma Mega Man Monster Hunter Resident Evil one of my favorites of course Street Fighter I love Street Fighter 4 and Street Fighter 5 Eddie Player One how are you Eddie my friend um, yeah Resident Evil if it's Resident Evil Village the village village or the village I can't remember now that would be cool and there's other games that they may have in development not just back catalog games as well um, but Monster Hunter I played a bit of Monster Hunter I think I'm not sure about it it's quite procedural in places uh, but quite fun when you sort of get to it Street Fighter Champion Edition yes please I love Street Fighter not very good at it but I just love the the style of it and the arcadeness of it um, let's go Resident Evil here we are so we could see you know it could be back catalogue stuff ported or it could in fact be um, ladies and gentlemen hold on to your hold on to your hold on to your meal the village could we see this next year Holtz is saying uh, Devil May Cry and Monster Hunter. Lee saying Resident Evil 4. Loads of good IPs. Yeah. But I'm thinking more likely if you're going to start launching on Stadia, you could maybe, you know, in 2021, you, you're, you're further enough in the development stage now to start getting the games sort of running parallel with the other platforms that you're developing for. So I think that in 2021, we could start seeing the new Capcom games. And I think of all those games that we're looking at, I'd probably prefer, unless they're re-releasing the games generally, and then that might be an excuse to port the games. So if they were doing updates of older Capcom games, but if I was Capcom the publisher, it might not be worth my effort to go back and port some of the older games for Stadia, but it would be, uh, from a sort of a time management point of view, worth it to have a team on your existing development team making sure that Resident Evil Village comes to Stadia roughly at the same time as the other platformers. Because we're at the stage now in development where, as I say, um, that's a smaller investment to make, I'd argue. Um, and you'll get more reward for it um, at the back end. So I think we're more likely to see the new, the new games from Capcom. So especially in 2021, we're talking. We're not talking this year. We're talking maybe 12 months down the line, maybe even longer. Who knows? But that was per that's perfect timing for us to see um, the village on Stadia, and I think that would be absolutely awesome. But in fairness. I think we're going to see lots of the big games because as I've said loads of times and other people have said it, I've said it a lot. Um, you know, the games that are arriving this year on other platforms, okay, have been in development for two, the big games, let's say, let would say AAA games, especially 
have already been in development for two to three years before they arrive this year. So we know that the Stadia versions are ports sort of tacked on slightly towards the end of that development cycle. And the ports are very good ports. And other than, say, something like Doom Eternal, which they were working on on the Stadia version because they were testing it at the same time as developing the game. Hence, it arrived all together now, AAA game, day and date. Yeah, because they were working on that from on the Stadia version of that virtually from the get go because they were using it as a sort of a test system for Stadia. So that's the that's an outlier in a way for games that arrived last year. And that's why they could deliver the Stadia version day and date with the other platforms for Doom Eternal because it because they were developing it already as part of the package of consoles they were going to be delivering for. But most of the AAA games that are delivering this year, as I say, they've been in development for two to three years minimum. And so they've only really put on a sort of a, a Stadia project team towards the end of that development phase. But next year, then Stadia would have been around from a development point of view for at least two years. So the chances are that we'll see more and more of the big games that are being developed for, you know, from the get-go for PC, Xbox, PlayStation, and Stadia. So this is, uh, I think this amongst other AAA games are the sort of things that we're gonna see in 2021. And I think that's very exciting. I'd love to see Street Fighter on there but i can't see them porting the older games to be honest at this, at this stage in the stadia development cycle but i can see them having a team a project team on resident evil village getting ready getting the stadia version ready what do we think um xv says ah lol i've played every monster hunter since the first over 300 hours each. Lee's agreeing with me. Of course he is. He's a good man. Thank you. <laughs> XP. I'll tell you if they get Monster Hunter World playable on Stadia via mobile phone when it launches in Japan, Stadia will blow up in Japan. Yeah. It's interesting. Somebody sent me some news about Japan, cloud gaming. I might as well share it here. Um, let me just check on my phone. Uh, bear with me. Uh, and it's cloud gaming related. So this is just in the Japanese media at the moment. So as you may or may not know, GeForce, excuse me, I'll take a drink. Um, NVIDIA GeForce launching in Japan. And the reason they managed to do that is they've, um, so the reason that GeForce or NVIDIA can launch in so many territories is because they're partnering with different people in different territories. So it's not all the NVIDIA servers around the world. Some of them are partner servers. So they find a, a partner in, in a specific territory um, with servers. They partner with them and then they can release the GeForce service that way. So uh, what's interesting is that GeForce have partnered with SoftBank, so the biggest investment bank in, in Japan, basically, um, and have now launched as of July a free beta trial uh, for GeForce Now in Japan. Uh, and from August, so it's free until from now, you sign up now for trial. 
uh, in Japan. And then from August, they'll charge 1,800 yen, which is about 13 pound a month. Seems a bit high with 400 titles um, available. So very similar to they have here. So, you know, speculation, when, when will Stadia roll out in Japan? And when they will, they know they need to get those big Japanese games, the big Capcoms, the big Square Enix, um, those kind of games, uh, publishers on board with maybe Japanese specific games. Um, as you say, big, you know, as XB said here, you know, Monster Hunter. So those big Capcom games um, would be really great. So maybe they are. They're signing up with, you know, effectively Japanese publishers. That could be a sign of um, of things to come, uh, especially with GeForce already trialing out um, in Japan. Oops, wrong one. Bear with me. There we go. There we go. Right. So, as I say, that's, I think, the Capcom thing is really exciting news, ladies and gentlemen. So, one more thing. So, um, oh, yes, the big thing. Another big thing. There's more. We're on to the section I'm calling tech updates. So, this was spotted again. Reference uh, Stadia Source, your number one source for all Stadia news. Um, uh, a guy or person, I presume he's a guy, uh, called Aqua Regia on Discord um, published some code from the Stadia app, I believe, or discovered some code, which is uh, an indication that streaming to YouTube is coming soon. And uh, I took the pleasure, the delight of downloading the code just for you guys to see. Um, it's quite boring, obviously, but if you know code, uh, it's on there. I think if you go to Stadia Source, you can see the story. Uh, but he downloaded the code and he went through the code and it revealed some very interesting things. So we go through all this code here, blah, 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 blah. Here we go. And here's some text files here. So files that will come up specifically. Exit your game. You'll need to leave the game to set up live streaming for the first time. So the option to live stream is being prepped in the underlying code here. Um, and then there's another text file here. So again, the text would pop up. Live stream your game on YouTube. So that's very specific there. Some, uh, there's a bit I'm coming to later that some people have sort of questioned and I'll explain what my thoughts about it are. So the idea is when Stadia was announced way back in March 2019, they talked about the ability to live stream directly to YouTube. So Stadia would send your gameplay from their servers straight to their YouTube servers. So you know the quality of the gameplay being streamed direct to YouTube will be the best it can get, be top notch, while they stream the gameplay element to you. So you're not having to use the power of your uh, PC or any bandwidth, whatever, to stream to YouTube the game, which will be streamed to YouTube direct from the servers straight to YouTube in top quality form. So basically a dual stream, one to you to play the game and one to YouTube to stream the game, which is absolutely awesome. And, you know, brings that synergy of Stadia and YouTube and the power of those two 
people playing games and streaming games and people watching games and going, oh, that looks interesting, hitting a link and being able to launch that game straight away. That is such a powerful feature. We know it is. And here is some underlying code which suggests that that is coming and that's really exciting. So live stream your game on YouTube. It's a button specifically telling you to live stream your game. You press it or accept it. Now, later on, it goes here. And I've highlighted two bits here. For now, you'll need to use streaming software to live stream in Stadia. So some people said, well, that seems a bit odd. Uh, uh, odd. Why would you use OBS? Like we're already using it. It doesn't, really, it doesn't seem to be what we were promised. But I would say to those people that it says for now. Yeah. There's loads of things like, for instance, when you use Google Assistant, like it says, oh, that, that service is not available right now. Come back. So that's like that sort of placeholder text that we've got here. Basically, that functionality is not quite ready yet. So initially, I think they're going to roll bits of it out in different ways. So initially, it will be carry on streaming from OBS. I don't know how that will work, but you might be able to add some functionality built into that stream. Um, I don't know. But then once... Then I think later on, they'll have the streaming direct from the Blade servers, Stadia Blade servers, straight to YouTube. That's why they've got the word here for now. In the same way as they say on other things, on you press, I don't know, you press the Google Assistant on here and it goes, this, this is not quite ready for now or come back later, we're not trying that. And like there's, I think there's text chat, for instance, is a bit like that. That service isn't quite available. So that sort of placeholder text, a bit like this, I think. The key thing here is live stream your game on YouTube. And then there's a link here as well, which I'm going to open up. Uh, let's just... Oh. I think I put a five in the place there. There, look. So this is a graphic that demonstrates that streaming or it'll maybe a little indicator that tells you you're streaming. Maybe it's in the bottom of the screen. Yeah, it shows this. Maybe at the bottom of the screen, it shows this little kind of the Google dinosaur. And then do, 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 streaming live, telling you you're live. So these icons appear in the bottom of your screen when you're playing. And then you know that you're live. And maybe it flashes up for a few seconds so that you know that's happening. And then disappears again. Don't know. But that's kind of very exciting. What else we've got here in the code? Let's go back to the code. Then you've got here also in the code, interact with viewers in new ways. Enhance your stream with crowd play and crowd choice. So the option to sort of add a button into that YouTube feed, which would allow people maybe to click live on the screen. So in the way, in the way that when you like um, upload a YouTube video at the moment, you can upload little notifications or little URLs and people can click on the actual video itself and it'll take you somewhere. Well, maybe this functionality is that. A little button. You can make a little button appear in your live stream actually on the video to say, join me now. And they click the button on the live stream, on the actual video itself, and um, they can join in the game. Or... Again, you know, should I go, should I take the blue pill or the red pill kind of thing and use crowd choice? So again, this looks like functionality that you can add to your stream 
and it's giving you the option uh, interact with viewers in new ways enhance your stream with crowd play and crowd choice to viewers to jump into your game or vote on how the game shifts around you perfect for something like boulders gate imagine playing gold is bait gold is bait gold is gate three which is a like a choices game and then getting people on youtube to interact with on vote on you know what you're going to do there's a few other things in here as well which aren't uh, less exciting but this this is the code that was sort of underlying code that was discovered um so i think it's it's a coming all these code discoveries that we found uh, that other people have found have all come to fruition um we've seen the previous ones i can't think now to validate that what i've just said maybe in chat if you could you could think about it but um you know the code that has been revealed has some of the you know previously has the actual functionality has actually ended up coming to stadia um so i think that that's really kind of really exciting news the fact that they're putting the code in means that it's coming it's it's imminent and i think you know this could be a big rollout uh, could be exciting time. What do we think, chat? Let me know uh, what you think about that. So the other thing I say is that that was by Aqua Regia on Discord uh, on the Stadia Source as well. I mentioned it, so you can go check out the Stadia Source for more on that story about the code. But I think it's really exciting, personally. Now, another quick thing before we do it is. Um, and again, I want to share this, and I think you should all read it, share it about. It's a really good piece. So we know there's always, uh, let's talk about Stadia, and we always know there's loads of Stadia BS and negativity and stuff. And one thing that's been consistent, though, about Stadia overall that I have found is that when you talk to publishers who work with Stadia or developers who are developing on Stadia or people have interacted, so people in the industry okay so people in gaming who understand gaming yeah industry people who people who make games people who sell games understand games always have a positive thing to say about stadia 99 percent of the time there was that one developer who moaned and then of course all the all the the naysayers and all that went off on it and yet there was plenty of other developers saying oh the experience with stadia like the people who did uh, Lost word, Words uh, Beyond the Pages, great time. The guy who did uh, Stacks on Stacks on Stacks, marvellous time. Destiny 2, the team came in, Stadia team, marvellous time. So that's not reported. Yeah, The one negative feedback from some disgruntled developer who didn't get the gig and therefore you know, was the one that was amplified. And yet there are loads and loads of examples we know of publishers and developers who've said the experience with Stadia, Stadia Tech is really exciting. Um, working with Stadia is really good and really cool. There's lots of great things coming because they know what's coming. They've seen under the hood. They know what's coming. So the point is, as I say, who are you going to listen to? Yeah. Who's, you know, are you going to listen to the armchair commentators the clickbait hunting idiots who haven't even tried stadia and you know who i'm talking about out in there in the youtube world and in the press who haven't really even tried stadia but would rather jump on that stadia negative bandwagon are you going to listen to people in the industry yeah you make up your choice personally for me i know whose opinion holds more weight 
yeah and that's people in the industry and I also know whose opinion is paper thin and not worth the time people who haven't even tried Stadia or are ill-informed about Stadia yeah if you're informed about it and you tried it fair enough if you're in the industry and you've done all of those and you still think it's a pile of rubbish fair enough but I think you'll find the majority of voices within the industry are very positive now why are you going on about this Clive well I'll tell you there's a really well written and detailed analysis of Stadia and NVIDIA GeForce. It's really worth the read because it's really balanced. It's really well written. It's a long piece and it's on um, medium.com, which I've noticed more and more people doing sort of like long essays on media.com. And this is a guy by um, called Kevin Prince. Now, Kevin Prince, uh, just get rid of that, sorry. Oop. Kevin Prince, let me just refresh my uh, YouTube a minute. There we go. Kevin Prince works for Ubisoft in um, Montreal. I mean, he doesn't have a made like a big job there or anything. I mean, he, um, but I checked him out on LinkedIn. I'm not stalking him, but you know me, I like to check the sources. And somebody had posted this and said, look, Here's a positive news story um, about Stadia. It's a really well-balanced piece, and it is well-balanced. You should check it out. Uh, it's on media.com. And this guy called Kevin Prince, he works for Ubisoft in Montreal. So he's in the, you know, he works for a big publisher, stroke developer, and he so he no, understands the industry, um, or at least so he sees it from the inside. And that's the key thing. And he talks very fairly about Stadia and NVIDIA GeForce. I'm not going to go through the whole article, but it's a, like a really well-written essay. He breaks down what cloud gaming is, how it works. It's all sort of factual-based. It's all clever. Uh, he references different things about delays and the streaming rates and all that. Um, explains it all. Very, very well-written. Read it all. Um, very well structured, talks about the two services, Stadia, introduces you to the how it works, the different options are available, all of that, compares benchmarks as well. The, it uses a standard benchmark on both Stadia and Nvidia and his comparisons, does startup times analysis, all that kind of stuff, and then sort of says this one's better, this one's better, this one works better. And overall, the experience for um, Stadia, to summarize, he found much slightly more uh, a better experience obviously look number of games nvidia wins that we know that um game quality stadia wins 4k resolution startup time 21 seconds stadia wins that latency input lag uh stadia wins that on both counts here stadia's faster so the key thing here is his conclusion so this you know other people would have other opinions but the point is that I think his opinion has certain validity because he's actually in the games industry. He knows how, you know, the, the behind the scenes of games publishing and game studios because he works for one. And he understands cloud as well because that's his background, really. Um, uh, sort of he's a tech guy from helping people utilize the cloud. So he understands cloud as well. And he says, in my opinion, on the tech side, Stadia is way better than NVIDIA GeForce now and is the winner of the game cloud gaming solution 
On one hand, the fact that the new platform allows games to be developed for cloud gaming purposes. This is the key thing. And I'd never thought about this before until I read this. And I think it's really important for people to realize and understand. It gives a way better performance than GeForce Now. So yes, there are lots more games, we know that, on GeForce Now. But the key thing here is that games on GeForce Now are developed for PC, okay? So the games that are developed for GeForce Now are developed specifically for the PC, and then you play them using the cloud on GeForce Now. But the destination platform upon which they were created and which the development team had in mind when they were developing it very specifically was a, it's on your computer and that's how you're going to play it mindset, yeah? The fact that you can also play it by the cloud though, you can play it by GeForce Now. Now with Stadia, when you're developing for Stadia directly, and this is the key thing, you know that it's only being played via the cloud. So you can enhance that game specifically with the cloud in mind. And that's something I hadn't really thought about before. And that's the key thing. And when we start to see Stadia exclusives especially, then they'll be designed in such a way that takes advantage or at least understands the fact that the game is being played in the cloud. It's not a game built specifically for the PC that you can then access in the cloud. It is a game that is being built specifically in the cloud. And so enhancements can be made, but also things that might slow down your interaction because it's in the cloud. Workarounds can be found or different techniques can be used that you might not use if you were developing it for a, a sort of actual console. And I think that's really uh, just a really interesting thought and something to sort of bear in mind. And I'm putting it out there, folks. I'm putting it out there. So there you go. A really interesting article. Um, I would check it out. I think you can access the article. Uh, I'll put the article in the description later. But you can check out on media.com. This guy is called Kevin Prince. <laughs> He's not a Stadia fanboy in the conventional sense. Um, but he does work for Ubisoft in Montreal. And I checked him out on LinkedIn. He does indeed work for Ubisoft. Um, you know, he's not in the development side. He manages the sort of, um, I think, as I say, the cloud, um, the operation of the cloud sort of side of things for, for Ubisoft. Um, but there you go. Very, very interesting, personally. And on a final note, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to call this up here. This is one of my uh, channel members as well. Shout out to Ray again. Ray the gaming cyborg. Who doesn't want to see this, ladies and gentlemen? Who doesn't want to see this? Get yourself over to um, the Ray the cyborg gaming channel. Okay. Get yourself over there now. Make sure you are subscribed. Because when this dude, yeah, he's a channel member. S salute you, sir. When this dude hits 100 subs, he's going to be gaming, live streaming in this teddy bear snuggie. As they say in Robocop, I'll buy that for a dollar.
So do yourself a favor. Get yourself over to uh, raise the Gaming Cyborgs YouTube channel. Make sure you hit subscribe. Let's get the guy up to 100 subs uh, if he's not there already on this on this basis. Um, look, let's make that large. And there we are, Thunder Buddies for life. Yeah, you can see this dude streaming in his teddy bear snuggy outfit if he gets to 100 subs. That's got to be worth it, ladies and gentlemen. That's got to be worth it. So get yourself over to Ray's channel. Make sure you hit sub, uh, subscribe. Uh, I'm sure he'll appreciate it. And I'm sure we'll all appreciate the fact that he's going to have to sit there in the Thunder Buddies for Life um, <laughs> Ted outfit and stream live to us. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you found that interesting. I hope you feel, uh, as ever, educated, informed, and entertained uh you know as i say a lot that's a lot to get through today there are an hour and a half an hour and 20 minutes yeah jabbering away about stadium news well it's been really quiet on stadium news just chill you know about the games they'll come yeah we can't expect to have every game on stadia at this stage as i said before loads of games have been developed in a long time uh Time and money doesn't necessarily mean that all games on Stadia. We know there's some big announcements coming up. We know there's some big games um, coming to Stadia. We know there's two big EA games yet to be announced. Uh, I know there was EA Star Wars Squadrons thing uh, announced today, but no Stadia logo. Who knows? That could be one of them. Uh, but if it's not that, then we know it could be another, you know, there's um, another big EA game. So we know that's coming. Activision Blizzard have to be coming we know that that's inevitability they're one of the big hitters aren't there we know that youtube streaming and other tech stuff's coming that we know that's coming down the line so there's a lot to announce and we can expect that announcement anywhere between now and the end of july because the sort of the gaming festival that's going on now sort of on on youtube and stuff and the announcements that other companies are making at ea and others and xbox are taking place not just in not in the first week no last week in june it's all the way from sort of june right through towards august so there's plenty of time plenty of more announcements to come everybody r-e-l-a-x relax take it easy and enjoy yourself um anyway guys i hope you enjoyed that thanks again for everybody who came thanks for the uh super chats uh, thanks to the new members and all of that. If you're new to the channel, hit subscribe. Hey, look, share this out. Let everybody know. There's people out there who don't know I exist. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Their lives, their lives are missing something. That's all I'm saying. So let's get out there. Let everybody know this is a great show to come to. If you've got nothing better to do on a Monday night, Stadia Monday, uh, Stadia Monday night chat with me. Uh, I really appreciate you being here. Don't forget tomorrow night, Generation um, X Retro Gaming Club with Rock and I. Uh, that's fun. I have a fun video when the uh, when the um, thumbnail's done, Rock, that we're going to be releasing. We'll give you a taste, a flavour of the nonsense that goes on on that. Uh, but anyway, check it out tomorrow, 9pm, Generation X Retro Gaming Club. Um, thank you very much. That's all for me now. And I will say... Thank you for watching and uh, goodbye.
rage on that beat going crazy.